0: Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. We're going to jump straight in today, talking about Zuckerberg's new biohub. So Zuckerberg's new biohub hopes to make progress on cancer immune therapy, heart disease, and Alzheimer's. Uh, he's following in the footsteps of other .01 percenters like Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos. For some reason, all these guys want to get into biography and just making people work better. So that said, his fortune has shrunk dramatically with spending on metaverse progress projects that spook, effect, and holy, that spook investors in the company who fear it may never pay off, which is fair because they have dumped a large amount of money into AI technology that has not shown anything yet. So the Biohub will embark on a sciences to embed miniature sensors into tissue that will allow us to understand the health and disease tissue functions of people in unprecedented detail. And that's in partnership with his wife which is interesting. So next up we have Apple doing trade-ins. They're ending them with the, uh, they're not ending like normal trade-ins. They're ending the upgrade program, which was launched in 2021 to help businesses upgrade Macs basically on a regular basis. So for 30 bucks a month, you could get an M1 Mac. And when a new one came out, you could just upgrade, which was a pretty cool offering. So Apple is still offering the standard program, as I said, but they're done with this, which I think is a, I see why they did it. And for small businesses, that's really gonna suck because for small businesses that can't afford to put the 10, 12 grand up for one of these computers, having an upgrade program like this is awesome so that you always have the fast tech you need, but you don't have to pay the outrageous prices that some of these places charge for them like Apple. So, yeah, Apple must think that the current economy is great or it's really bad and they don't want to participate in that anymore. So they are moving on. Google Fi is now actually just T-Mobile. So Google Fi will drop U.S. cellular and solely rely on T-Mobile's network for its cellular service, which literally makes it just just going to be T-Mobile. So if you want to pay for T-Mobile's service but you want Google to be the brand behind it, then you can do that. So this sucks for current Google Fi customers that are going to be losing presumably some cell coverage and quality of connection, congestion, stuff like that is going to probably get worse now that they're down to just T-Mobile. This also shows that uh, Google kills everything they touch and do. So Google starts a new project, give it a few years, we'll see where they're at. So this just shows you know the competitive landscape of the cellular market is really not that competitive. Cause you only have some people actually providing a network service for them to use. And in Google's case, uh, you just don't, you just, just rebrand <laughs> don't, don't bother. So yeah, I think reliability for customers is going to get a little bit worse here. Uh, and I think it does hurt competition, even though there's not really competition cause there's only a few providers that actually own and operate the actual towers, but they're, does hurt the options for consumers in terms of pricing to an extent. Speaking of pricing, we have the Pixel Watch. The cost to make this is actually much less than you would think. So the LTE variant of the watch, which retails for $399 in the US, it costs Google roughly $123 in terms of raw materials to cost, which is incredible. So the Apple Watch Series Six because I couldn't find any like newer watch uh, numbers here. Also, cost a modest four hundred and it uh, cost one hundred and thirty six to make. So, processing components take up roughly twenty seven percent of this cost. Then we have, yeah, I mean, one hundred and twenty three dollars doesn't sound like that much, but that's just raw materials. That's not R and D cost. That's not software. That's not actually building the thing, which is. It's still wild that it's that low. I mean, on a phone, you would expect it to be around 40%, and that is, I'd say 123 is closer to 27%, so that is a wild difference, which makes me wonder how much the actual real cost is with software and putting it together really is. I would probably guess somewhere around double that. Double 123, so closer to 246, something around there. We'll probably never know, but it's interesting to think about. And it's crazy how close other watches are to the same price as this. And what are the really benefits? Like if Apple's spending 13 bucks more, how much better is that really making their watch versus not? Like what makes it worth it to Apple to spend that much more per watch? So how important do you think cost is when it comes to wearables? I think when you're selling a mobile device, that cost is probably not as big of a deal when it comes to phones. But I think for accessories like a watch, especially smartwatches, the lower, the better. If you can give good performance at a lower cost, I think that's gonna attract more people to come to it. And even including watches, possibly the phones, could be a great way to bump the price up of a phone and give someone a watch. I think that's something that we might see in the future here, but not at the moment. So for now, it's not gonna change. So next up we have, and this is something I didn't even know was technically announced like a year ago but Tesla's new wireless home charging station could potentially be a game changer for the electric vehicle industry as it eliminates the physical connector for the car. So wireless charging for cars. Now, I don't think any current Teslas, I'm pretty positive that no current Teslas have a wireless charger built in, which means either there's a way to retrofit them fairly easily or that's something we're gonna see in the future. So this, what they showed at the investor meeting was actually a slide of the, the diner that's gonna be coming soon, which is a project underway in California already. And I actually hadn't seen this from a year ago, but they actually had released renders and they're actually building it. And it looks it looks like something out of the 80s, but futuristic, if that makes sense. So what they have here is an actual diner you can go eat at while you're charging, and an outdoor like movie screen, multiple actually, and a top terrace to eat on It's a wild looking building and a year ago, they already applied to get the permits. I believe it got delayed, but I'm not sure if they're still building it now. So this development makes sense for Tesla as somebody who's trying to make electric vehicles more accessible and more convenient for consumers. This is a great way to do that, making it more convenient to charge your vehicle. Also, this is a great way to standardize vehicle charging. If everyone else just puts a wireless charger in there, can everybody go charge at your station then? Which also makes me wonder if you are charging at a wireless charge station like that. I mean, a big coil like that to put that much throughput through where it'll charge in that hour time frame of like dinner or, you know, movie or something like that. Would that be powerful enough to charge your phone at the same time? Or is that gonna function independently? Like that's a lot of power to transfer wirelessly. So what are, what does that look like from a health perspective too? It's a lot of radiation going around. Yeah, I think, I think this would be a big help to get EVs adop- adopted, though. Being able to make it more convenient for people will always bring people towards things. People seem to like convenience over complication, and Tesla's doing a great job at eliminating the complication of it. This is, again, something I think that if other car manufacturers get on top of, this is a way to standardize electric charging Like a normal gas station, being able to pull over a wireless pad or wireless lot and just charge up, not have to think about it, is a really great way to make things happen. Which makes me wonder if you could make entire roads out of wireless chargers and kind of have like an electric rail system, basically for cars. At least in high density areas, that could make sense. Just to keep you need batteries still for the areas that wouldn't have it, but Then in dense areas, you could be charged. That'd be pretty sweet, actually. Big ideas. Lastly here in this quick rundown is Amazon stores are going, going gone. So Amazon is closing eight of its Amazon Go stores due to presumably changes in human behavior and the impacts of COVID-19 on in-person shopping. My guess would be that these stores are stupid expensive to run with all the technology inside of them. Uh, If you don't know what an Amazon Go store is, it's their cashless or cashierless shopping experience and cashless technically, where you basically scan your phone on your way in, take what you want, walk out, and it'll just charge you and you don't have to think about it. So I think what's happening here is it turns out at the small scale that these Amazon Go stores are, which are relatively smaller uh, venues, it's just not as practical as maybe doing it in a big store where, yeah, you need a lot more sensors, but you have a lot more people coming and probably spending more. So yeah, this is, they're changing their focus probably towards their, you know, fresh grocery stores, which is basically just Whole Foods. And those have seen growth and offer a much wider range of products. So it would make sense for them to head this direction. Uh, They still are operating around 20 of these Amazon Go stores. We'll see if that changes, unknown if it will or if it won't. But for now, it might be. Yeah, these these permanent changes are temporary. I think these are gonna be permanent changes with the Amazon Go stores themselves. I think they'll start rolling this tech out. As computers have gotten more powerful since they released the store concept, I think they're gonna start releasing this for bigger stores and moving in that direction. And I think that'll be a huge advantage, because if you can walk in, grab a shopping cart, fill it up, or walk out, be a pretty simple way to go shopping. So with that said, thanks for listening and I'll catch you guys.